Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. This is the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast, episode number 93. And on this episode, we're talking to Jennifer Allwood about growing your creative business. So stay tuned. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. What, what, what is up, hard hustlers? Welcome to another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Now, I'm super excited because this week I have a guest on the show, Jennifer Allwood, who you may have heard of because she is a wildly successful entrepreneur and creator who helps other creators build their business. And we're talking about the creators who do things like painting and weaving and knitting, people who have a creative passion that don't know how to scale their business. She works with them to help them understand the multiple streams of revenue they can create to build an incredible business. Now, we get to talk marketing on this show all the time, and today is no different. We'll still talk about marketing, but I always love to talk about how marketing applies to small and micro creators because it's such a unique space, and Jennifer is an absolute master at this. So without further ado, let's welcome Jennifer Allwood. Hey, Jennifer, thanks so much for being here today. Zach, I'm super excited. Thanks for having me. Well, this is going to be a blast because I got the opportunity to meet you at an event. Gosh, it feels like just yesterday, but it was almost six months ago at Business by Design Live, which is through a mutual mentor of ours, James Wedmore. And I got to learn all about you and, and your ability to build audiences, what you've done with membership sites, how you serve creators. And it's just been so stinking cool to learn more about what you do. But for those in my audience who don't know you yet, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? 
Absolutely. And yeah, that was super fun in Laguna Beach. And remind me sometimes, Zach, to tell you some funny stories, i.e. the hotel I stayed in was haunted. And so (laughs) it was an interesting trip. It was super fun. It was so good to meet you in person. So yeah, my name's Jennifer Allwood and I teach creative people how to make money online. My background is actually in decorative painting. I've had a decorative painting in the Kansas City area for about 17 years. I've had a business here. And about four years ago, realized, gosh, I'm in such a crappy position that the only time I can make more money or the only way that I can make more money is to physically be working more and to be hiring more help and to be working in more homes. And and I hated that idea, quite frankly. And the only thing that I could think of to do was to perhaps try to take my business online, Zach, and see if there was some way of like teaching other people how to paint online or, you know, starting a course or offering a webinar. And I had no idea what I was doing four years ago. I knew that I loved Facebook and I knew that I was really kind of good at it. And so I thought, let me see if I can leverage the heck out of my Facebook page and try to start teaching other creative people how they can like increase their creative skills in terms of painting and getting more clients and that sort of thing. I kind of was like, well, I'm not sure if this will work, you know, crossing my fingers. I hope this is going to work. And a year later had made over six figures selling videos on how to paint your kitchen cabinets and furniture. And I was like, okay, wait a second here. I am on to something. I made more online this year than what I did in my physical painting business here in Kansas city. So over the course of the last four years, I've just really stepped hard on the gas in the online space and have shut down my painting company in Kansas city. And We've got over 300,000 Facebook followers on my page right now. And I currently coach over 2,000 creative entrepreneurs every month on how they can make money with whatever creative talents they have in the online space. I love that. And we were just talking briefly about it. I love that you teach creatives in the online space who aren't necessarily teaching marketing because it's easy to talk about marketing sometimes or, or it feels that way. But you actually work with creatives who have creative skills, if you will. I do. And I think creative people, Zach, are some of the coolest people on the face of the planet. And the majority of us are, we're weird. We've got little, you know, things about us that quirks and whatnot that we feel like kind of makes us different from the rest of the planet. You know, things like we're really unorganized, things like we have a hard time following through a lot of times on projects. We have 14 things going at once. We have a hard time focusing. Like this is how the creative brain was really designed and how it works best. And so most creative people, I feel like walk around in the world feeling like there's something wrong with them. And there totally is not. What I try to teach creatives is how to use the gifts that they have and use the way that they were designed and really like use those to their advantage. And so instead of thinking something's wrong with you because you're focusing on 20 things at the same, you know, squirrel and this and shiny thing over here. And so I teach, I think, really concrete ways of how do you focus, what to focus on first, how to monetize what you're doing, how to accept the way that you're, you know, created and really try to use that to the very best of your advantage to build a business. Most creative people would prefer to just do the making and the creating and never have to work on the business side of things. But the truth is that if you can't figure out the business side of things, it doesn't matter how good you are at the creative piece, you're going to starve. Like you're going to, you know what I'm saying? You're just not going to make any money. And so I try to teach the business side of things to the creative brain. And I just absolutely love doing it because creative people are my favorite people ever. I love that. So let's kind of keep going with, with this. And we talked a little bit about before we started recording that, 
you really help creatives realize that not everything is a dollars for hours type of situation. Yeah. So can you go a little bit deeper on that? Because for me, this is something that, that I struggled with is like, when you're a creator, I actually used to do freelance writing for a living and yeah, uh-huh. for a side hustle when I was in college. And I remember thinking, how the heck do you take something that is a, a one-on-one or a one-to creation model mm-hmm. and start to scale it out? What are some things that creatives can do? Yeah, this is so good. So my group is made up of painters and bloggers and writers and people that are making jewelry and we have cookie artists and pickers and DIYers. And so the majority of the time, it seems like most creative people think that you're exactly right, Zach. The only way they can make money is if they're physically doing the thing, right? They're actually making the jewelry or writing the piece or painting the hutch in their kitchen. And so I teach that there are so many ways in the online space that you can use the skills that you have to teach other people how to do what you do. A lot of times this is a hard leap for creatives in their mind because they think, oh gosh, you know, I'm, I'm just an artist. I'm just a writer. I just make earrings. Like there's not a whole lot of value in that. Like, how could I be an expert and teach other people how to do this? Oh, honey, you can be an expert. So there's so many different ways that you can teach people how to do what you do. You can do consulting, like one-on-one consulting. You can do a membership group where you teach people inside of, you know, a private Facebook group or something, how to do what you do. You can write an ebook. You can do tons of information products. You can host a webinar. And then I also teach that, hey, if you're, let's say, for example, let's just use a cookie artist because I have an incredible cookie artist in my group who I swear she's going to have her own TV show one day. So when she's on a Facebook Live, Zach, and she's showing people how to decorate cookies, and this is what she used to do in the Kansas City area locally. She made dozens and dozens of cookies every week and sold them. Well, now instead, she has like a cookie show on Facebook Live. She shows people how to decorate cookies. She gets sponsored for some of her videos. People are paying her to use their products in those videos. If she wanted to, she could write blog posts and she could tell people where she got the equipment that she uses to frost the cookies and she could make an income on that. If she has a blog and she's blogging about all things cookie related, she can stick ad revenue on her website. So it's not, so she's not just making money any longer when she's making the cookies. There's tons of ways that she can show people how to do what she does and get paid for it. I love that. And so it really comes down to rethinking the way that you make income. It's almost like you have to start thinking about multiple streams of income from a single source. Yeah. And I mean, in a perfect world, you know, any of my income streams could pay our bills every single month. Uh, That way, you know, if something changes, Zach, because you know, in the online space, things can change frequently. I mean, years ago, everybody was doing eBooks. Well, eBooks, you know, aren't quite as popular today as what they were, but things like courses and membership sites, they're hot. And so as things kind of shift and adjust, I always want to set my business up in a way that if anything changes, let's say Mark, Zuckerberg decides he's going to you know, change the way the Facebook platform works, or let's say that the way that sponsored content is you know, being paid with laws and those sorts of things. I just want to make sure that I haven't put myself in a position where if any one of my income streams was to be affected, that my whole business is going to be affected. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So if I'm a creative who's listening to this, and let's say mm-hmm. I, I do something like you know, painting or jewelry design, What are kind of the first steps I can start to take to expand beyond just getting paid for my work? 
Absolutely. So a couple of the first things you can do is to really be using your social media as a a way of teaching and drawing people into your story. So I get asked a lot how you build a Facebook page with over 300,000 fans. And I would like to think Zach, that my Facebook page is super engaged. I have an incredible Facebook community. And I think that one of the secrets of building that is that I've worked really hard to not always be talking about business on my page. I've also worked really hard on making sure that I'm drawing people into our story and our life. We recently moved and our whole Facebook community has moved right along with us. They, they've seen, you know, the living room, the bathroom, they, they know about our dog. They know when it's our kid's birthday, because at the end of the day, people will always buy from people they know, like, and trust. I have a funny example that I like to use. So Zach, you live in Ohio. Am I right? And yeah. I'm originally from a small farm community in Iowa. And so used to spend a lot of time with my grandparents there in a little town in Iowa. And there were two grocery stores in town. And, you know, back when I would be out grocery shopping with my grandmother and we had to decide, you know, grandma, which store are we going to? I can tell you which store we would go to every day of the week. And that would be the store where grandma liked the owner of the store. It didn't matter who had the best prices. It did not matter who had the best coupons or who had meat for sale that week or whatever. She was going to go to the store where she liked who owned it or the store that was opposite of the one that she didn't like. Right. Well, really, honestly, the same thing works in the online space. People buy from people that they know, like, and trust online. You can have the same ebook, the same product, the same course, a similar membership site as someone else, but people will purchase from you and they'll want to link arms with you when they feel like they really know who you are and know what you stand for. And the only way people can know that is for you to quit hiding behind your, you know, your Instagram profile pic or your Facebook pic and actually start building relationship and building community on your social media places. So I always tell creatives, start there, start with really trying to build a relationship so that the first time you come out and do a Facebook live and say, Hey, If you'd like to know how I've just built a six-figure earring business, I can show you in this course that I have. But if that's the first time people are hearing from you, it's kind of like coming out of left field and it feels slimy and nobody likes that. So work on the relationship building on your social media first before you ever get to the point where you're going to actually offer something that your people can buy from you. I love that. And it's really almost like you're saying it's a progression of building a personal brand. Yes. You know, I like to think of, I almost think of the people from Fixer Upper, right? They started by yeah. flipping houses and then they had a store and then they had a bed and breakfast and then they had a line at Target. And all of those things are culminated around them as a personality and a style, not necessarily a skill set. Yeah. So I'm so glad you brought Chip and Joe out. I have had the honor of meeting Chip and Joanna Gaines on four different occasions. We've been at speaking events together. Literally one time, I like to call it the Chip and Joe sandwich. So Chip and Joe spoke on stage, Zach, and then I spoke on stage and then Chip and Joe spoke again. Do you know how awkward that is to try to come (laughs) in between Chip and Joe? I'm like, I know everybody's just here for them, but I'm going to make the most of this thing (laughs) as I possibly can. So I use Chip and Joanna and I use Oprah as an example. I have a brand new course that you and I were talking about. I have a free like video series that people can opt into if they want to check it out at creatorsroadmap.com. And I use both Joanna Gaines and Oprah as an example in that free video series. And I tell people, 
Look at what both of them have done. They have built empires by not putting all of their eggs into any one basket. So absolutely, Joanna has a magazine. She has a bakery. She has real estate. She has her own paint line. She has the TV show, but she has never put all of her eggs into the HGTV basket ever. And there's something to be learned from that. And Oprah has done the same thing. There's different revenue streams that each of them are doing so that if the market ever changes and the whole world gets tired of farmhouse decor and they no longer feel like watching Fixer Upper, which of course is not the case, but Chip and Joe are, they're doing just fine elsewhere. And so, yeah, I feel like we need to really diversify the different things that we're doing. And I always, always, always encourage people to brand themselves instead of branding what they're making. So even if you, you know, are someone who is painting for a living, still brand you that way, if six months down the road, a year down the road, you also want to kind of start talking about quilting, or maybe you feel like starting to talking about wreath making or something that's non-paint related, that it doesn't just come out of left field because your community and your social media is built built around you and what you do, but not just on the thing that you're making. Love that. So really, it sounds like there's kind of these two elements, which is diversify what you do and also share who you are to kind of build a brand. So you talked to us a little bit about how you've managed to build up a really successful Facebook page. What -hmm. are some steps that people can take if they're like, okay, I am ready to brand myself, but what do I put out there? How do I actually start building that following? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, Facebook's uh, face, I call Facebook a jealous boyfriend, Zach. Okay. So <laughs> I love Facebook. Like I love it, but here's the deal. First of all, the rules always change with Facebook and you just got to learn as an entrepreneur, you're going to have to be flexible. There are things that changes. The algorithm changes. It's still the best free marketing that anybody has for their business. So you need to always make sure you're on Facebook plus one other social media, first of all. So pick a social media that let's say you were at the dentist office and Facebook for some reason was down. I want you to also focus on the social media that you would get on in the dentist office. So for me right now, it's Instagram. I'm digging Instagram and Instagram stories in particular. So always focus on Facebook plus one other. The keys with Facebook are to figure out what their rules are and to just give them what they want. It's just so much easier than, you know, well, you got to pay to play. Well, that's not really true, but you do have to do what Facebook Facebook wants you to do. So here's what Facebook, the gist of what they want you to do. Number one, they want you to be consistent as heck. And so a lot of people complain about, you know, their page doesn't get seen. They, you know, feel like they would rather put stuff on their personal profile. Well, that's actually against Facebook's terms of service to be putting sales things on your personal profile. So don't do that. I know somebody who had her personal profile shut down for selling things there, which you should have had a page. So always use your page. Yes, your page will get roughly about 10% of what your audience is will actually see a post, but make sure that you are working that angle like crazy. So Facebook wants you to be on your business page. Number one, they want you to be super consistent. You need to be posting at least four times a day on your Facebook page. It is a non-negotiable at least four times a day. I have never missed one single day in five years ever, Zach. And I think that when you put that kind of consistency into it, Facebook's like, okay, I got you. Their algorithm sees that every day there are post after post after post after post. And so I always suggest at least four times a day. Now it can be a share from another page, something that would be relevant to your people, but there needs to be at least four posts a day. On top of that, uh, you need to be going live on your Facebook page twice a week, at least. 
So for me, when I see like my page reach, because I like my page reach with about 300,000 followers, I like my reach to stay in between 700,000 to a million. And when I see it going dipping under there, Zach, I know, okay, I must not have gone live lately. And sure enough, as long as I'll go live on my page, at least two or three times that week, my numbers will bump back over the 700,000 on reach. So essentially my page reaches over twice the number of followers that I have. And I know that, I know that I know that I know that Facebook Live is such a huge piece of that. Basically, Facebook has said, if you will go live, we will show your post to six times what we would a pre-recorded video or, you know, just a video where you're talking about something or sharing a meme or whatever. So give Facebook what it wants, which is consistency and Facebook lives. Another tip is, um, and this is really graphic, but it's just the best way that I can put it is to quit using Facebook just to barf up sales posts all the time. <laughs> Nobody wants to just see your sales over and over and over. Like, how can you be a blessing to your community? What can you teach them? What can you inspire them with? How can you encourage their day? What can they take away from your page and want to actually go tell their friends about because that's the cheapest form of advertisement you have is when people are sharing your content and they're telling other people, Hey, are you following Zach Buckler? Like you totally need to go follow that page that he's got going. That's the best form of advertisement so that you can use. So the jealous boyfriend piece comes into this though. Facebook doesn't like you spending time on any other social media other than Facebook. So when you're trying to share something to Instagram and Facebook at the same time, even though Facebook owns Instagram, your reach will be lower on that post. If you do a blog post and you're trying to send people out of Facebook and you're trying to send them over to your blog, your reach is going to be seriously decreased on that post because Facebook wants every ounce of your attention. It doesn't want to share the love. It wants you to stay right there inside of Facebook. So you have to be really selective of how often you're trying to send people outside of the Facebook platform to other areas. And you can't expect when you do that for them to necessarily come back and like, comment or share. And so just use posts that are sending people to your YouTube or to your Pinterest or whatever. Use them very sparingly. Love it. That was a lot, wasn't it? No, it's great. <laughs> so just to recap, some of the big stuff is number one, yeah. consistency is huge consistency. on Facebook. Uh-huh. Leveraging live video. Yep. And now here's a question. You talked a little bit about how if we're sending people off the platform that our reach may be limited. So yep. what kind of things should we do or, or how often should we be trying to get people off of the Facebook platform and onto our own pieces of content? Yeah, I don't do it more than once, maximum of twice a day, because you'll just, you'll watch the numbers. I'm kind of a numbers geek and it's, you know, you'll see, you'll look at your post and you'll see that first of all, Zach, when you ask people to leave Facebook and go to your blog or something, it's really difficult for you to expect them to come back to that Facebook post and comment below it. And it's the liking and the commenting and the sharing that help the post to get the leverage for the reach to go up. Right. So it's like, you're asking your people, Hey, here's my Facebook post. Now I want you to go click outside of Facebook and over to my blog. I want you to read this really juicy post that I just wrote on being a you know working mom. Now I want you to come back to Facebook and I want you to like, comment, or share. And it's just, it's asking too much of people. And so just know that sprinkling them in once, maybe twice a day, I wouldn't do any more than that. Otherwise your, your page reach just ends up going down. And you know, there's another thing, Zach, that I failed to bring up that I would love to talk about. I have ran Facebook like ads for four years on my page and I don't always spend a ton of money, but consistent like ads on Facebook, I think just add to the credibility of your page. It makes it a really valuable 
like let's say your page ever gets in trouble and you know you've violated some terms of service or it gets shut down or something like that. If you have ran Facebook ads for any length of time, then you have access to people at Facebook that you wouldn't otherwise. So I'm always a huge proponent also of making sure that you are running like ads. And I feel like the pages that run ads always have a better reach than the pages that don't. It could just be all in my mind, but that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I love that. So can you tell us a little bit about what a like ad would look like? Because I've always sure. been uncertain about like ads because you're kind of just driving people to like your page where you have low reach. But I love what you're saying about using it to build credibility. And I love the idea of using it to build up an audience that you can retarget later. But what does a like ad actually look like for you? Like, what are you saying in this ad to get people to like your page? Sure. So I have two types of ads that I run because I, I literally have two types of people that follow me. So the first set of people, Zach, they follow me for DIY things, home projects, we're home renovating. They want to see me painting. They want to hear about decorating, those sorts of things. So for those people, I would run a highly targeted like ad for people that perhaps they do follow Fixer Upper. They follow Joanna Gaines. They watch HGTV. Maybe they subscribe to a painting magazine that I subscribe to. I always make make sure the like ads are running in the United States for my ideal client. And so my ideal client is going to be probably middle thirties to middle fifties only because she's more than likely going to be a homeowner, you know? And, and so to run ads to somebody that's 19, 20 years old, it's just not going to be the best use of my ad money. So I would run a targeted Facebook ad to those people. I would make sure the ad was pretty cute. And I know for a long time, our ad said, learn how to do DIY projects in a weekend. And it wasn't a picture of me. It was a picture of like, you know, a fun DIY project. In fact, I think it was the words DIY made out of paint sticks. <laughs> and so we ran a like ad for that for a long, long time. The second type of ad that I would run is for my second audience who is uh, business owners. So they're business owners that are following me on social media because I do, I still do a lot of talking about DIYing and painting and things, but the majority of my stuff anymore is really geared towards helping people monetize their creative talents. So for that ad, I would probably target, you know, in the United States, women 35 to 55 who maybe they follow Marie Forleo or Christy Wright, or they follow Gary Vandercheck, people that are interested in the, they already follow the page Entrepreneur Inc. So people that already are following things that are business related, because that would be the second type of people that I'm trying to bring into my audience. And that type of ad would say something like, learn how to make money with your creative talents. And so our ads have done really well for us. I literally in the last four years have never gone adless. <laughs> that sounds crazy. I've never gone adless, but I've always had a like ad turned on. And, you know, and I, I think right now we're spending 20 bucks a day. So it's not a ridiculous amount of money, but it has always been super beneficial to us, Zach. And, um, and so I totally believe in doing Facebook ads. I love that. And so you're really just taking a, a small amount of, of money and running it to these people because you know, if you're consistent and you're running live streams mm -hmm. on your page, you're actually building up your audience of viewers. So you're never really 
kind of yelling into the abyss, which is, I think, like such a big fear for creatives, especially. Yes. Yeah. And what I love about ads and live streams is this, that the best use of our ad money sometimes anymore, like for right now. So we're promoting my creator's roadmap, both the free workshop and then the series that we have starting in a few weeks. So we are targeting our Facebook ads right now to people that have watched any of my Facebook lives in the last month that were business related. And Zach, you can get those, those views for just cents on the dollar. I'm I'm talking 0.004 cents sometimes for a view. And so we're using those ads really heavily right now. And anytime we're in a launch season, that's, you know, where we try to back off the like ad budget and really pump all of our dollars into people that have already consumed content within my page. I love that. And I love that you're sharing that it, it is this balance between producing free content, relying on a free platform, but understanding mm-hmm. that if you put a little bit of money behind it, not, you know, thousands of dollars to get started, but even just, you know, 10 bucks a day as yes. a way to get your message out in front of new people, that's going to start to build your brand, build your credibility and build those opportunities that we talked about earlier to actually add new streams of revenue. Yeah. Well, and so many people, I think, Zach, are, they're really resistant to the idea of running Facebook ads because they don't want to, you know, pay to get likes. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not paying to get likes. You're paying for Facebook to offer your page to people that you have a hunch may be interested in it. And so if you'll think about it like that, or if you'll think about it like this, what you teach, Zach, is so good for people. I mean, you know your way around the online space. You know what you're doing in business. You know what you're doing in launching. And there are tons of people out there whose business would do better if they knew about you. So for you to put an ad in front of them, instead of feeling like, gosh, this feels slimy, people need to relook at it and think it's not slimy at all. I I would love to, I love to get ads that are something that I'm interested in when I'm sitting at my Facebook, you know, page at night and I should be paying attention to my husband, but instead of scrolling on Facebook Mm -hmm. and I see a Facebook, a sponsored ad pop up on my phone for a clothing boutique who has really cute shoes or something. I'm like excited. I'm not thinking to myself, Ooh, I can't believe people are advertising. I'm like super stoked to find something that I'm interested in. And so if people will think about it like that, when you're running a Facebook ad, you're putting your content in front of people who really would probably be interested in following you and can benefit from the thing that you are teaching or selling or offering. I love it. And I think there's just something to be said for the ability to get in front of those people and get them excited. And it's, I'm sure you see it all the time, but we see like people are quick to spend money on a website or they're quick to spend money on business cards. But what you're saying is so powerful is that if you take that money and spend it on putting your message in front of someone that could potentially care about it, you're Mm -hmm. actually building a business versus building an asset that maybe hopefully one day does something. Absolutely. And you're way too young to remember this act, but we used to have this thing here called the yellow pages. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure you don't even remember what those are. It makes me feel like a grandma. Okay. So, you know, we used to spend money to put things in the yellow pages. I used to spend money to run ads in local Kansas city magazine. I used to, you know, spend money to put something on our kids football flyer so that they're advertising, you know, mom's business. Listen, those days, in my opinion, are long gone. And the best use of your marketing dollars are online and they're on Facebook. And I had a business coach tell me once, Zach, and this just like, it was a sucker punch. She said, 
Jennifer, if you are not able to spend this kind of money running ads and marketing your business, you really don't have a business. You just have a hobby. And I was like, oh gosh, that's brutal. That's brutal. But every business should be spending money somehow, somewhere advertising their business. Every single business should be. And so in my opinion, Facebook's the absolute best use of those marketing dollars. Love it. And I couldn't agree more. As we start to wrap up here, I've got a few more rapid fire questions for you, Jennifer. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go for it. Awesome. So tell us what the word hustle means to you as it applies to business. Oh, that's a good word. So gosh, when I think of the word hustle and um, this is just off the cuff, but I just think of the word scrappy. I just think of making stuff happen without waiting for things to just fall in your lap. So for me, hustle isn't necessarily working, you know, 16 hour days. For me, hustle is being very intentional about the relationships I'm trying to build, about where I'm putting my efforts during the day in my business, about the things that I'm saying yes to. When I think of the word hustle, I'm thinking of intentionality, of, of, of working an angle that is going to benefit me in the long haul and, and not getting caught up in the little tiny details of my business that can sometimes drag entrepreneurs down. So that's what I think of hustle. Awesome. And what's one thing that someone can do in the next week based on what they heard today to start to get more results in their business? Hmm, go alive on Facebook. <laughs> Every single, every single time I'm going to say that go live on Facebook, Zach, I have had, I think four of my Facebook live videos go viral to over a million people on each video. And they were totally random things that didn't even have to do with what I do for business, but they brought in so many more people onto my page. And you got to remember that when you're building your platform, I work very closely with a couple of national brands, Hobby Lobby being one of them. Hobby Lobby has watched my Facebook live videos for years without me even knowing it and contacted me, flew me down to their corporate office to meet with their top executives to do some filming for Christmas last year in their home office. And so you know, that would not have happened if I didn't have a platform the size that I do. And so Facebook lives are one of the best ways to build your platform. And so one of the funny Facebook live videos that went viral was I wasn't the nail salon. It's just the craziest story, Zach. And I was doing this powder dip on my fingernails, which I know you know nothing about, but it was really cool. And it's like dipping your finger in like that sugary, you know, that colorful sugary fun dip stuff that you eat when you're kids. And so I thought, well, let me just turn on my phone real quick. And I thought this is going to be a terrible Facebook live because I'm not even talking. I was just showing my hand. And then occasionally I'd kind of whisper at my phone, you know, I'm trying to be quiet and, you know, be respectful of the people doing my nails. That video went viral to well over a million people. It was a Facebook live of me getting my nails done. And so I'm saying that to say, if you feel like your business is a little bit like stunted or crap, you're just not getting the momentum you want, try going live on Facebook and see what happens. See what happens. I love it. And finally, tell us where can we learn more about you and what kind of projects do you have going on? Awesome. Thank you so much for asking. So they can find me um, at jenniferallwood.com. That's A-L-L-W-O-O-D. They can find my Facebook page, Jennifer Allwood. Also, it's a verified page. It's got the blue check behind it. It's easy to find. And uh, we've got my Creators Roadmap course that is rolling out this month. We have a free video series. If you go to creatorsroadmap.com, it's a free video series teaching you the six ways that creative people can make money online. So I talk about ad revenue, affiliate marketing, one 
one-on-one consulting, e-courses, membership sites, sponsored content, and talk about getting exposure for your business. And basically, my heart is just to really teach creative people to think outside the box on the way that they're making money and to allow them to make more but have to work less. So I'm trying to teach them all the tips and tricks of how to do that in their business. I love it. And that's over at creatorsroadmap.com. It is. Thank you so much for asking. Yep, I appreciate it. We're excited about it. Perfect. Well, guys, definitely go check it out. Jennifer, thank you so much for being here today. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you for having me. I just appreciate so much what you're doing. It was so great to get to meet you in real life, and I'll hopefully see you again this year. Absolutely. We'll have to make it happen. (laughs) Thanks, Jennifer. Well, I don't know about you, but I think that was a crazy awesome interview with Jennifer. She brought so much good stuff to the table. Just to recap, if you want to get the show notes, you can head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 93. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 93. And we'll have the links to her creator's roadmap over there as well, which I highly recommend you check out if you are a creative that's looking to build your online business. Jennifer is an expert at this stuff and she absolutely kills it so don't hesitate to go check it out now just to recap a couple of the big things we covered number one she talked about how we really need to change our mindset from everything is a dollars per hour to a scalable model where we can do things like sponsorship affiliate marketing courses ebooks and things that allow us to expand our income without expanding the amount of time that we invest. She also talked about the power of using Facebook Live and how you've heard me talk on this show before about how Facebook Lives get six times more engagement than other pieces of content. So it's really important that for your creative business, you're using Facebook Live. And how do you use Facebook Live? Well, we talked about the importance of using it as a way to brand yourself and not just what you do as a business because people buy from people they know, like, and trust. So the more you can brand yourself, the more you can brand your business. And finally, we talked about using your page consistently with engaging content and leveraging the power of Facebook like ads to build your audience and that it's not paying Facebook for likes, it's paying Facebook to put your content in front of potential customers. And when we're talking about building a business, customers are a must. So there you have it, another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. I hope you absolutely enjoyed it. Until next week, keep hustling, and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit heartsoulhustle.com.